Hey, guys, true it. Yeah, I'm already recording. Let's go. What do you mean you're already recording? It's recording. What? When we're talking about the calling stuff? No, just now, like 10, 10 20 seconds ago. Dude, no, but you're now going to need to chop it. I'm not going to chop it. I'm going to keep it in because I didn't want to say Kauli. I'm protesting. <laughs> I'm protesting. Uh, yeah, guys, come on. We can we can make this an extra episode where we talk about our favorite whatnots and then just schedule the other topic for. It'll be a very angry episode because we're all hungry. Hi humans, we're back again. Um, it's me, Rufaro, your host. And apparently Valentine thinks I'm not a good host because last time we're supposed to go through this alphabetically and it was like, oh, alphabetically, but the host being last. Um, so I guess alphabetically we start with Ed, but then I've already broken it because I've already introduced myself. Valentine, this is hard. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's not easy. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you do that? <laughs> So yeah, Let's click the uh, randomized button. Yeah, randomized. So yeah, uh, back with the usual suspects. And like last week, uh, last week we talked about mobile. Or oh, I don't know if it's last week, but the previous episode we talked about <laughs> mobile data prices. Excuse me for laughing. Uh yeah. Give me a moment. Don't ask me why I'm laughing. Give me a moment. So Ed, while he gets his moment, how are you doing? I'm hungry, man. Me too, bro. What, what are we eating? I think I'm gonna get another pie because I had a pie this morning. And it was which one? Good. Did you get sorry pies? No, I didn't get sorry pies. I got thrown from. And those only available Why? in in Bahia. Are they in Harare? No, I haven't seen them. Yeah, there. Greencroft. Where? Are you serious? Greencroft. Greencroft. The shops. Wait, where? Spa. Yes, okay. the shops. Like the the spa side. I think. Around the area panel, the total garage. Is oh, it? okay. I'll go check it out because I, I, I don't cross that side because I usually use energy as well. Please let me know if they're there actually, Valentine. I might actually just come out just for, for pies. They also okay. have some really dope sausages. Yo, uh, you, can, you can also do Antonio's for pies uh, by, uh, on the way to Avondale uh, on the trek. Uh, by the service station. Yeah, running my pies and these okay. great sloppy burgers, like they're unbelievable. Like, Wow. Uh-huh. Wow. We should start this um, Texan culinary podcast because clearly some of us are out and about tasting everything everywhere. Um, but today we're not talking about food. Today we're talking about internet, just like last week when we talked about. Oh my gosh. Your father's not serious. Do you want me to host the podcast? Do you want me to take care of that? Okay. Cat is out of the bag. Do you know why I'm laughing? Okay. I can't say last week, yet I know we recorded it literally a few hours ago, minutes ago. <laughs> so that's why I keep laughing. I'm like, dude, you're kind of lying, but then we might release this a week later, so it might make sense. Um, when is this going out, Valentine? I don't know. Sometimes this week, probably tomorrow or ah. Monday. Or Sunday. Sorry, Sunday or Tuesday. <laughs> so you're missing okay. my timeline in my head now. So like we talked about in the previous episode on mobile data, this episode we're talking about internet service providers. So which ones do we like? So we've got a couple, uh, a couple actually being two, hey. Um, we've got Zo and Taiwan. So yes, um, I'll make sure the host is lost. So Edwin and Valentine, you can go. 
Mm-hmm. You go first. Which ones do you like? Uh, which ones do you use and prefer and why? Uh, I use all because I have no choice. Uh, it's where I live, so it's what's there. Uh, I had used a Telesol ADSL back when we had an office, or when I where I previously worked when we had an office. Tel One ADSL, which was tragically slow. Like if you had three people on it on Instagram at the same time, it would just start, you know, having fits. So. Yeah, the switch to Zoll Fibronics was like, yeah, brilliant because number one, the Tel One had massive outages. Number two, it was cheap. It was relatively cheap back then. I don't know what the price is now, but it was cheap back then. But it wasn't really worth it. It was the 60 gig package because we didn't use it for much else. Uh, so it was cheap, but it didn't really add up because the speeds were just tragic. And then it, there were these things with the phone line that we needed to get. And then there was just, it was a mess. And then the phone line went down and then we got calls that, oh no, listen, you need to uh, pay up the bill for the last person who was in the space. And I was like, ah, ah, no, when you, you can sell that bill, that person. And I got a KYC. It's like, uh, no, your customer. <laughs> I am not that customer. So yeah, after that, it was, it was all right. Just besides those people. But Zoll Fairbonics is, is good. Like um, when it's working well, unbelievable it has some outages and downtimes um i'm sure we've reported on a bunch of them but personally for me the fiber broke outside um i don't know how that happened maybe they were doing work in the backyard and then someone hit the the, the pipe and then destroyed the, 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 the connection to the house so that los light came on the red one that flashes so i'm guessing it means lost connection um and then i thought the um, it would take a while for us all to come and fix it but the Liquid Telecom guys were like, well, I called them at 8, 8.30, and the Liquid Telecom guys were there at 9.30, I think. So I was, on, I was on mobile data literally for like an hour, and then they sorted out, and then they just left. So, yeah, it's all on customer support. It's pretty good. Why I'm comparing that is Tel One, when we had the problem with the telephone line, when it just went down, it took them two days to come and fix it. And I was just like, yeah, you know what? If, if I have a place of my own, I'm never going to like invite Tel One into my life, but probably I'm wrong. And probably Ed has the opposite opinion to that. Ed? He's, he's doing the, 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 the silence thing. <laughs> I mean, I had to, I had to. You all no. can have all the fun without me. <laughs> Again. Yeah, so it what do you prefer? <laughs> no, guys, so, we need to stop it. No awkward silences, okay? Like, anyone who creates an awkward silence next, okay, I'll be alone in the podcast if I say that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, ah, oh, man, it's so so so. I haven't, I haven't been too happy with all of them. <laughs> uh, what am I using now to start off answering that question? Uh, I'm sadly using Econet because because uh, I have a rant and so bear with me. <laughs> so I the area I'm at doesn't have any form of fixed internet, so no tell one knows all. But uh, when I tested out a while back, like beginning of last year, when I was testing out my SIM cards, uh, tell one's LTE Blaze was working this side and. Uh, Zoll's LTE lines were also working this side and obviously my uh, service provider of choice there was Tel One because their bundles were cheaper but they were offering pretty much better service than Zoll in terms of LTE at the time uh, 
So I was like, ah, why not? I'll just do till one. Then I didn't use my till one line for more than 90 days and it got deactivated. So till one's no longer an option, which is a problem now uh, because I now have to settle for Zoll and Zoll is, it works, but it's not really the best option this side. Um, so I'm still debating with myself and also crossing my fingers because till one did say probably in about two weeks they might have a plan for the area so i'm crossing my fingers that in something might happen but uh in terms of the service providers that i have used um so i've used zol zol worked fine like when it worked it just worked brilliantly uh, did i have an issue with soul no i did not have any issues with soul their speeds were cool. I think the only issue I had with Soul was their bundles are expensive. But apart from that, everything else kind of just worked when when I had it, which is probably three, two years ago. And then Tell One, I had Tell One ADSL, and as Valentine alluded, it's the worst. It's it's just the worst. I don't think I've gone anywhere where it's just worked well. It's pretty slow and if more than, like literally what I said, if more than two people are on it doing something that's a bit heavy on internet, the speeds are going to be horrendous. And so, yeah, I mean, for reference, uh, there is a game I was downloading called Grid 2019, 52 gigs. It took me about six days to download that 52 gigs. So, yeah, just gives you an idea of, how slow it can be. Uh, then Tell One Fiber, I also had it. And Tell One Fiber, when I had it, was working flawlessly. In fact, it was on performance, it was comparable to Zol. It They both worked the same. So, yeah, if I were to choose, I would go for Tell One Fiber because when I had it from experience, it was working well. I had no complaints and it's cheaper. Benzol. So yeah, tell on fiber all the way. Interesting. Because ah. that brings up the whole <laughs> point that I think Rufaro was going to bring up, but I, I wanted to cut the awkward silence because someone doesn't like those. Uh, <clears throat> was like, the next question obviously have to be installation. Like how easy is it to get? Because like I said before, for me with Tell One, it was kind of a mission. Paying for everything was not a problem. Um, because with uh, Tel One ADSL, the first thing I had to do was go to the Tel One Exchange. I went by the one by Avondale, and then um, obviously there was a phone line there, so it wasn't that much of an issue. Oh, sorry, first they actually had to say we need to scout out your location to see what we can give you, either fiber or ADSL. So where I was, we couldn't get the ADSL. That was Bill Gravy. Well, they told me that we couldn't get the ADSL. I'm sorry, the fiber. So they said you have the ADSL option. I was like, okay, that's fine. Um, and then it was a case of now uh, paying for the phone, the actual physical phone, the modem and installation. So that wasn't too bad because it was I think 23 bucks for the, for the phone line if we didn't have one, but we had one. And then 50 bucks for the modem. Uh, that included installation as well. So again, not really that bad. Uh, Fiber prices are 110 for installation, including modem, which is pretty expensive, but understandable because 
uh, US dollars. I don't know where Taiwan costs their stuff in US dollars. Uh, I, I guess you can use the equivalent uh, forex exchange rate to get uh, the amount it will be in local currency. But yeah, it was, yeah, well, not that much of a fact, but the installation process, they, it took a day for them to scout out. And then it took a day and a half for them to then come and install after making like three or four calls. And then they came at 5 p.m when we knocked off and I had to wait an extra hour for them to fix it and test it. And that, yeah, that took another hour and a half. So, yeah, and they said they would be, they'll do it within 24 hours. And I made the purchase at three o'clock the previous day and they came at five, which I guess blessing they came that day, but you might as well have called me and told me I'm coming in the morning because I was done for the day. So, yeah. I think okay. so. So I actually agree with you there on, um, on turnaround time when it comes. So when it comes to installation, I guess I've been lucky because in the areas that I've been, the service was already there. So connection was simply just um, on their end, like giving us a a phone number and an account that is within uh, our name. So that was just the whole process they had to do, which usually they would just do from their end without even coming over. But in the event that they needed to change some settings in the router, that's when they would come through so that they would do that. When actually had to come through to, to our place to sort it out, yeah, they it would always take them at least 24 hours to sort it out. So, yeah, so I have actually the same experience in terms of whenever an issue would happen. Um, so they did say, yeah, that's our turnaround time, um, 24 hours, and you just have to wait. Um, sometimes it would like spill over 24 hours, and that's when I would be like really like upset. I'm like, yeah, dude, you told me 24 hours, but you're taking longer. Um, in terms of my experience, um, so I hear from Ed that apparently my neighborhood, Mount Pleasant Heights was like a guinea pig for Taiwan um, fiber. So they came around here and they're like, hey, you all get fiber and people like signing up in, in, in masses. Um, so we were one of the people also signed up. Um, and it's been it's been pretty much like flawless as Ed said, amazing. Taiwan fiber is uh, outside of like speed and whenever an outage happens and it takes a while and some other weird things that just happen that are like unexplainable um it's been good uh, for the most part um i actually did move to to Marlboro last year for no is it last year or the previous year um yeah 2019 for for some months and we we're using zo that side um and this was after using Taiwan. so i actually had a way to compare both and i can tell you i didn't feel like any difference like the night and day difference. Um, like in the case of if you move from ADSL Taiwan to Zo Fiber, yeah, you will you will see the difference clearly. To be like, okay, Zo is way 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 better. Um, but in terms of Taiwan Fiber to Zo Fiber, yeah, um, I went back to Taiwan after Zo and didn't complain. Wasn't like, oh, I'm losing something. Um, I couldn't feel it. Probably it's there to be like, oh, okay, maybe Zoe is just a little bit faster. But in day-to-day -day usage, I would say it's not a big of a difference where it's noticeable. So I'd actually go for the one that has the best price now. 
Um, and currently, I think Taiwan is now more expensive than Zo, is it, in some cases? Um, I know there was definitely a time when Zo was the clear, clear one that was more expensive in terms of their packages, but now it's not so different. Um, if I had the choice of getting both, like one or the other, it's just like Valentine right now, currently forced to use Taiwan because Taiwan captured the market here and Zo probably has no incentive to come this side because yeah, everyone now uses Taiwan. But if I had the choice to choose between Taiwan Fiber and Zoe, ha, huh, I actually don't know which one I would get. Um, maybe for the for the ex experience, because I I think Zoe is better in terms of like resolving issues. I don't know. Um, maybe for that. Hmm. Oh, I wouldn't say Zoe is good at resolving. Um, stuff uh, because there are some cases where they take their time and this was back when they were had that whole uh, customer services issue where I, it was I think the first lockdown where things were a bit hectic you know managing the new influx of customers as well as the the queries and stuff like that while understaffed you know the new pressures of you know getting uh, uh, employees where they need to be etc so I wanted to change my account package from the uncapped package to the pay-as-you-go package and, you know, the usual way to do deal with Zoll is to send, uh, is either go by the chat platform or send uh, an email to Zoll and then they, they send your uh, incident number and then you get that sorted out. So when I did it the first time, I thought they'd already sorted it out. And I was like, yeah, incident numbers there. They said you have to wait 24 to 48 hours for it to be resolved and they'll send you an email or something saying that it's been resolved. But in that, ex in that experience, it didn't happen like that. It waited over a month and then when I had to make the next payment, then I then had to realize, ah, cool, you guys didn't switch it. They're like, no, we hadn't switched it. What's your incident number? And I had to send them again and go through that whole process while having like a week off, being off, in, like a week off until the package expired. And then I finally got it resolved. But then it wasn't that, like, it's, you, you have bad spots with Zoll. And Zoll is painful, especially when you want to call um, the customer services line because, hey, that, that you can sit on the phone for hours. Like, I, the longest I've said is an hour something. Uh, waiting for, some, for someone to attend to me. The chat platform is better, but again, it depends what you're dealing with and wh what your problem looks like. Because sometimes you might you might know what the problem is. Um, like when the when that LOS light went on, what I said the last time, uh, and you know the loss of connection. And someone's telling you to unplug the 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 the, 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 the router and start again. Like, no, that's not the issue. I've done this before and. I've just done that and it's not working. So clearly there's something going on wrong. They say, oh, let's check on our side. So again, Zoll customer support is, I, I, would, I, haven't, I haven't really dealt with Taiwan, but Zoll's customer support sometimes lets you down uh, in that, oh, right, let's get someone out there to check it out. Because clearly we can't resolve it on this side. And you spend time on the phone and their lines sometimes drop. So you could have waited an hour and something and then you get through and you talk to someone and then either they can't hear you or the line drops and you're like, I have to go through that whole process again. So I think it is just that like a case of they have a procedure that they have to go through uh, because I have been through those situations where I'm like, um, yes, loss of signal. I've tried that. that. That's the first thing that I do. Switch it off, switch it on, unplug it, try all of that. If I see it's not working, then I reach out. You tell me to do that. I tell you I've done that. But then it like takes a while before we get to, oh, okay, we're escalating the issue to our engineers or, or whatever. Um, Taiwan support. Um, so I don't know. My experiences have been, for the most part, good. Um, only that 
there are cases where I have to fight them um, to get something done. And that's what I don't like. So by good, I mean good. So I go to them, they respond, but then it might take a while, uh, especially if it's a, a bit of a weird situation. Um, so I've never told, I said I will never talk about this, but yeah, they hurt me really, really badly by some of the changes they made recently. Um, but yeah, um, I think they do respond. Um, and if your issue is simple enough, they will resolve it. I remember way back, they were even like super helpful to the point of like telling you, okay, um, log into the router, go here, do this. And you try it. Um, I don't know whether at that time I'd met someone who just was super keen to get the issue resolved. But I do know they also have like really, really bad customer experiences. Like you hear people going, weeks, months, like what you're saying, Valentine, without an issue being resolved. And you've been crying everywhere, Twitter, you've gone to Facebook, you've called, you've done all of this. And I'm just fortunate enough to not have been one of those people who went weeks or months without getting their issue resolved. Um, but yeah. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, so, uh, so, so like... I, I also share the same sentiments with you in terms of like uh, response to queries. So for the longest time, I think probably for close to two years now, um, most, I would say 99% of my queries have been handled. I've handled them through Twitter. I've never needed to, um, I'd never, I've never needed to call them to actually get them to do something except for cases where um, I need to relocate, and so I need a, a line transfer or an account transfer or stuff like that. That was the only time when I actually would have to like walk into their offices with and and fill out some forms so that I get that done. But in terms of like you know maintenance stuff, like hey my internet is slow or hey I have a fault and and the like, it's stuff that I've just done on Twitter and. It's worked out. I mean, like, yeah, the Twitter guys, I would say props to those guys because, yeah, they they do respond. Yeah. For me with, uh, what's it called? With um, Zoll, I, Twitter's never been, like, a, a route for me because I never had a really good experience with talking to, to companies on Twitter. And probably that's my fault, um, which is basically wanting a direct call because Twitter feels like people just won't respond because with every other company I try to talk to on Twitter, especially in Zim, it's just a case of they just don't respond. I'm looking at you, Ikakesh. Yeah, still have a bunch of messages from you I haven't responded to. And a lot of customers, again, everybody complains. So I prefer a direct call. I'd rather wait on a direct call to speak to an actual person that I can hear rather than to use the Twitter route. So I'm glad at least that you have um, a good in when it comes to, to Twitter. Maybe they know you now, but if you mess with Ed, <laughs> things will get bad for you really quickly. Internet money. What? I'm a nice guy. Yeah, right, <laughs> they, right. they know. They know I'm a nice guy. I'm, mm. I'm not. I'm not a bad guy. <laughs> but yeah, like it's been fun. Like it really has been. So, Rafara, you know what time it is, right? What time is it? Time for prices. Ah yes. Um. Um, I guess we, they, they have a lot of packages. Uh, we just have to narrow it down, I guess. Um, lowest, um, and then we 
we go up. Nice. Um, so what do you want to start pay as you go or the what's it called? The unlimited packages. I guess pay as you go makes sense, right? That case and pay as you go makes sense. So um so for putting them like stacking them one against the other, um uh, we've got our tell one man in here, Ed. Uh were you on the pay as you go or on the um, uh unlimited package? So I'm actually not sure, hey, because I have never seen an option for, for like I've never seen a separation of like pairs you go and unlimited on tail one. Um, but I have been I have been just using whichever package that I feel like getting. So way back when we started connecting to the internet, I was just buying the 30 gig bundles and they seem to work, but with uh, with time, things got a lot more sophisticated to a point where I now sometimes, well, as of recently, the last Tail One bundle that I purchased was the, I would say the lower level unlimited bundle. Which because, is the, yeah, what, the, inf what, uh, the Infinity uh, Pro or the Intense? It was Infinity Pro, yes. Oh, okay. Uh, the one with 500 gigs. Oh, so, so 79 US, 6,602 uh, Zimbabwean quadrant. Uh, RTGs. Yee, yee, that's the one. So that's the one I was going for. Uh, pretty fantastic on fiber, pretty terrible on ADSL because with each month, I would always have 300 gigs that would just disappear into cyberspace. Okay. So, <laughs> and Rufaro, which, which, which bundle were you on? Uh, which bundle do you use? Uh, so for me, I've kind of um, transitioned uh, as time went on. So, yeah, um, we've gone from home extra, home plus night, mm -hmm. home premium night, mm -hmm. and then now I bounce between, so that was 15 gig, 60 gig, and then 120 gig. Now I bounce between um, home boost, which is the 200 gig, or infinity pro, which is the 500 gig one. Okay. Um, it, depends with uh, what I would be wanting to do in a particular month. So for example, this month, I know that um, I'm probably gonna download a couple of games. Um, one of them being Star Wars Battlefront, uh, which is like uh, 90, 90 something gig. Uh, so you already see if I had the 200 one, that's like half of the data package gone just to one game. Mm. Like, you know, when you think about it sometimes, it's like, <laughs> hey, yeah. Um, <laughs> So yeah, so that's why I went for Infinity Pro for this particular month. Um, but yeah, um, on Zo, on Zo it was mainly. So this was a very interesting thing. So discover that on Zo, it's cheaper for you to buy the lower bundle um, per gig than to buy the higher ones. Um, so if you wanted, let's say, um, 120 gig in a month right? Mm -hmm. It's cheaper for you to do the 40 gig times three instead of doing the Fibronics come alive, which is the 150 gig one. Um, I don't know if that still stands true because this was like in 2019. Um, so I don't know if that still stands true. Um, for tier one, from what I had discovered is it's cheaper the higher you go. So for the higher packages per gig, price per gig is, is much cheaper. Uh, on tier one than for you to buy, let's say a smaller package multiple times in a particular in a particular month. 
right. So let's kind of put that just because um, you said uh, 150, the for five pounds come alive is 8,340. Um, yeah. Current price, this is 100 US. So that's 150 gigs. So for you to get that, you'd need to buy four um, Fibronics Lite 40 gig is uh, pays ago. So two, four, one, nine uh, multiplied by four. It's 9,676. So again, cutting off 10 gig, roundabout ballpark figure uh, for what you get uh, for the- for So the now it's, it's about equal. Yeah, it's about equal now, sort of about a thousand above. I don't know how they calculate per gig, but yeah, it'll be roundabout. I wonder what would happen if you calculated using the USD price. Okay, let's check the USD price. So 29 times four, which we'll need 160. It's actually $16 more expensive to get the, ah. the what's it called? The, the uh, 40 gig four times. If you get it three times, that's 90, it then becomes equal. So you're, you're, you're overexpending capital. You're no, just time. over, just, yeah. Okay, so let's, let's put three then, 29, three. You put three, that's 90. 87. Uh, somewhere there, 87, right? Yeah. And then 100 for 150 gig. But yeah. if we remove the other 30 gig, we hypothesize that it either is equal or it's cheaper to buy the 150 gig one. Yeah. Uh, so okay, so I guess now there's no difference. Uh, but yeah, back then, that's one of the things that I'd um, noticed. Oh, um, there's this peculiar thing about the way they they price um, their things. But even even the Taiwan lower bundles are pretty expensive because if you look at the 10 gig uh, Taiwan, judging by the prices they put out last September, which were which was the last time they had a price change, um, 10 gig is 12 bucks, which is 1,082 going by whatever conversion they were using, and on Zoll Fibronics uh, on the ah. go, 10 gig is 11 bucks or 917, so that it's a bit cheaper lower down if you look at Zoll. It's a dollar cheaper in USD. In USD. Uh, oh, so that dollar then makes the difference in the RTGS difference. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess. But the problem, uh, the problem with Zoll is that Zoll goes from 10 to 40 for Fibronics, but then for the Taiwan residential broadband packages, it's 10, 20, or 10, 15, 20, 30, there's no 40. It doesn't seem to be a 40, it goes straight mm -hmm. to 60. And you get home plus plus one premium. And let's check out the Wibronics packages because I know there are a lot of Wibronics users. The Wibronics is probably the one that's best stratified because you get two, three, five, ten. So ten is actually hold up, hold up, hold up. Wait, why is Wibronics more expensive? Uh, isn't it because of the fact that you need like the whole antenna system and stuff? Uh, okay, because it's for, for um yeah. So so wireless pack packages for both uh, for both Tel One and Zoll are more expensive than wired. So it has to do with like maintenance costs of the equipment. So like um, LTE uses these towers, which are, it uses towers and makes it mobile. So that becomes an incentive for someone to get it as opposed to a fixed line where you're just sitting in your house or wherever it is that the line has been put up and you're consuming your, your, your internet from there. So like that mobility aspect of it kind of makes it a bit more expensive. Yeah, interesting. So, so let's just wrap up with uh, Fibronics versus uh, broadband packages because I think that makes sense. Then move on to 
Vibronics uh, and Tel One Blaze. So I'm guessing that's probably equates to the same thing. So for Zoll, it's from 10 to 40 gigs. So you get the two options, 40 gig pay as you go, 40 gig, um, and with 40 gig Night Owl, which I've used once and is actually pretty good value for money because it's 35 bucks, which is 2,919 um, Zimbabwean, uh, Zimbabwean local currency. Uh, which is pretty good because it's only because the 40 gig normal without the 40 gig night is 29 bucks, 2,419. 2, so the difference there is quite small for the extra 40 gig you get it at night. And the, uh, the night out starts at 11, right? 11 until six in the morning. Yeah, um, there was. Okay. So a compa to compare packages like presidential uh, broadband, Tel one only starts off within around 60, which Zol doesn't have because Zol has got a 50 pairs you go and then a 50 pairs you go plus 50 gig night owl, which is the first one is 39, the next one's 47. Also, for anyone listening, I'll leave the links to the to the prices in the in the, in the comment section so you can check it out. Um, it seems like we're rattling off, so maybe you can you can keep up with uh, you have the prices in front of you. Uh, and then 60, nothing's comparable. Then the 100. Then they skip again because now uh, Zol has 100 gigs pays you go, and then uh, Taiwan has 120. Mm. So not really comparable. But the 100 for Zol goes for 89 bucks the, without the night owl, which is 7,423, which is okay, I guess, for 100. Because for 120, oh, hold up, home premium 120 gig on um, Taiwan is. 48 bucks, whatever reason, which is much cheaper, <laughs> but like half. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's one thing I noticed about these packages. So like with Tel One, the their higher the price per the price per gig for their higher packages, their unlimited packages is yeah, it's vastly cheaper than. On well, it's tricky now to compare with Zol because Zol's unlimited packages don't have a data cap. So those are like true unlimited, or ah no, they'll then do the. But isn't that throttle your speed? Yeah, the throttle speed. Fair usage uh, policy yeah. thing. Yeah. So fair, so one... they applied. <laughs> so so they both have fair usage policy, but they apply it differently. Till one looks at the total number of. The total amount of data you've consumed and uses that and Zol just looks at the bandwidth that you have and restricts it yeah so, uh, so the for the what is what he's saying for those fibronics packages you get zol has got a more extensive list of uh unlimited packages compared to tel one because tel one it's infinity you know it's uh intense right and then intense supreme uh, and then intense extra. So the phase is policy. Wow, what is low Z1? One? one is uh, they've got a terabyte limit on them. Uh, yeah, they so so the last two have a terabyte limit on them, but they have different uh, download speeds. So one should be 10 megabits per second, then the, the other one should be 20. Mm, let me just double check. This is one of the, this is one of the things I didn't put into the article. See, should have put that. It would have been very useful. It's not even there on their pricing, but it's there on the site. I think there is a 
Oh yeah, it's on the site. Um, it's under the packages. Package. My, first, my first Google search in in podcast. I, 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 I've arrived, gentlemen. I've arrived. Imagine that. Mm. Something we should have looked up before. All oh, right. While we get uh, the ball rolling on that, uh, we didn't talk about Zol installation. Um, the installation system at all. Uh, anyone? Anyone want to try that? Or you uh, in, in terms of, so I don't remember. No, I don't think there was any upfront cost. Um, I think I was just going to have to pay the rental fee uh, for the model when when I went on so um, in 2019. Um, but the experience, it was cool. So told them and then they said they would come like that same week. And then um, a couple of days later, I think two or three days later, they then came, um, they saw the place, they started um, figuring out where the nearest point is for them to get like the fiber from. And yeah, they just went on about their digging and they did what they did. And by, they were really fast. Like this happened on a Friday, I think. And by, if I'm not mistaken, Saturday or Sunday, um, the modem was already there and everything was like done. Um, so that was cool um, in terms of the experience of you just going like, hey, I want um, internet, I'm in this area. And they confirm you, there's all fiber there, they come and they start to do what they do. Interesting, because when I when I contacted customer support to get an installation for a friend of mine, um, I said, they said me the first option would be, uh, they charge 8,569 or the equivalent USD for installation and then pay the 26 um, USD per month rental for the modem. Which is what they told me when I when I contacted them. So I guess things have probably changed when it comes to them mm. doing the whole installation. When was this? Oh, I think it was in November. November last year. Yeah. Yeah, so things might have changed. Plus, by the way, as most people know, I don't trust my memory. Eh? So, <laughs> but this could have yeah. been a while back because even when we did the Zol installation at when I was living in the flats, they, I don't remember them being there being a charge. Um, we had to pay the rental modem rental because they came by and we just got the they took the fiber from the top of the roof and they um put it through and then they just said the, the bill just had the the, the rental the 26 what well, was not 26 dollars but equivalent of that at that time rental. so i'm pretty sure things uh have changed uh all right so going back to tell one i know we're jumping up jumping back and forth so yeah <laughs> Ed, Ed, you're right um the intense has which is eight thousand nine hundred eighty three which is the first unlimited package has 20 megabits per second download, download cap unlimited in course, but fair uses policy applies for one terabyte. And then infinity Supreme is 11,255. And that is 134 USD. It's got eight megabits per second. I don't know why it goes down because for the intense, it, it goes up, it, it's eight mega, megabits per second, but infinity Supreme then goes down to eight megabits per second, 20 to eight, and then you get charged more, but then an extra terabyte for the fair uses policy doesn't really make sense and then the intense extra which is 15,043 is 180 usd and 50 megabits per second two terabytes so i wouldn't see the like why would you pay for the extra terabytes to get lower uh, up and down speed 
when you can just get the intense with 20 megabits per second and a terabyte. I don't know, how does Tal1 really do their things? Yeah, well, uh, beats me as well. Ed, um, any ideas? So <laughs> I actually, I actually don't know, eh? It looks like it's actually different from what I saw the last time that I checked, which is a while back. But uh, yeah, like it's pretty interesting that they have such a setup because sometimes they might reduce the they might reduce the download speed in favor of adding more data onto the bundle, which I guess is okay. Um, but if there is a bundle below it with the same uh, with the same data and faster download speed, that would be a little bit tricky. But I mean, you're never gonna get to use, unless you're, you're going crazy, an entire terabyte. So if I was- Oh yeah, and, and, that, unless you're Ed. Yeah, unless you're Ed. So I, I feel like if you, I, there's not enough Netflix in the world to stream to eat up a terabyte, unless you're Rufaro who does everything in HDR for whatever reason. Uh, but ah, exactly 4k hdr if we need to get into that what do you what do you mean for some reason there is a perfectly logical reason to do that there, there is no reason like i it's don't perfectly really, logical there, there is no reason just just download things in standard definition or high definition and it's fine like you want to be wowed by every single pixel but not actually get what's going on on the screen it doesn't enhance the experience both you do both <laughs> doesn't enhance the experience Far is gonna hate me for this, but it's the truth. Yeah, yeah, it's. Uh, I'll fight you another day. I think for me it does, cause like, I like watching stuff that looks um, cinematically magnificent. Mm. So, consensus on the net one, net one, tell one has the has fewer um, options for. Um, for like uncapped uh, residential or fixed internet lines at interesting price, but Zoll is probably no different. They've got more. I know there's the home. You know, see. Uh, one second, I close the page. Again, I'll leave all the links of these in the, in the podcast description so you can just follow along. Um, for any of you who want, who may not be aware of the other prices. So for Fibronics, the uncapped packages are where Telwan has three, Zol has one, two, well, three, I guess. Oh yeah, I see three as well. <laughs> yeah, three. But there's there was another one in their mm -hmm. pack, their package. In the presses they put out. I think these aren't these ones under pay as you. I don't know. Could, My assumption be, was they are underpay as you go. Because that there's that family whatnot one and then one second. Family entertainment, family yeah. modern, and then the turbo. Yeah. Okay, I, I closed the wrong the, the page erroneously. Uh, okay, so yes. yeah. You shall they, be crucified for that. <laughs> there are five. Five five unlimited packages. So unlimited. Uh, ah, yes. Electronics Family Entertainment, 149 bucks, 12,427. I guess, okay, let's let's compare that to the, to the lowest 
net one uh, ad package, which is the intense. Tower one. Tower, sorry, which is the intense. That's 8,983 compared to 12,000. I'm kept. This year, you get a terabyte, 107 to 149. Interesting. Uh, then there's Fibonics Modern Family, which is the one I was on previously, 199 US dollars, yep. 16,596, which is expensive. That's 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 even more expensive than the intense. <laughs> and then uh, Fibonics Power Pack, uh, unlimited 290, 24,186. Zimquacha, which is, yeah, we're, we're going into stratospheric numbers now. And then Fibonics Turbo Pack, unlimited. Yeah, these yeah. are too high. Yeah, 339 USD, 28,272. That is, yeah, if you need that, like, I don't know who needs to use that much data for a residential user. For corporate users, it's different, but for residential, yeah. Yeah. Residential, that's a lot. Like, uh, I don't know what you'd be doing. (laughs) Only fans, models, streamers. There's a market for that. Even, I think you could do, I can't imagine, like the only thing I can imagine is probably you are in the business of just downloading very big games, you know, like your smallest game is 50 gig Mm -hmm. and and you're like, I have a server, I have a 10 terabyte server that I need to fill or something. Mm -hmm. Like what else could consume that much data? I don't know. To, to anyone who's on the the, the Fibronics Turbo Pack, the twenty eight thousand one, just please let us know what you use it for. Probably for for big families who can probably afford three hundred thirty nine USD a month for internet. Probably they use it for, for for that. If you've got like six to seven kids with devices, streaming, gaming, and all that, probably makes sense. Uh, I'm priced out, so I wouldn't know what I would do with all that for that price, even if I had that money. Um, so yeah, I stopped at the Fibronics Modern Family because it, it it's uncapped, made sense. I could do my Netflixing, I could do my uh, movie, I could do my criterion and yep. So, so, to more, so to more prices, Rufaro, since I've taken over your show. Uh, the the Wybronics and the Blaze comparisons. It feels good to be the host. I like I like this kind of power and technically, you know. Yeah, I should come to this one, right? <laughs> right? You know, but like, hey, I'm a guest, but guess what? I'm not I'm the a host. guest, but I'm taking over. Sorry, guys. But yeah, go on, go on. So, Wibronics, uh, I've never used Wibronics. I think we have a Wibronics modem somewhere, but it, it hasn't been used. I'm pretty sure the account has been deactivated. So, for Blaze. I have used it. Oh, oh yeah, you have one, right? Both Blaze and Wibronics. So, so it's the only one that's working right now. I, I hope it's still working. I'll check my Wybronics. Yeah, because uh, it's not deactivated yet. I think I checked like last week and it was still working. So I hope it still is. Oh, okay. So for Blaze, we start at eight gigabytes. Blaze Lite, uh, which is eleven yeah. bucks. Um, so for Zoll, this is that was Taiwan. For Zoll, they started two gigabyte Vibronics, which is three dollars, two hundred fifty Zimbabwean nonsense money, um, and then they go to three gig, and then five gig, and then ten gig. So three gig is five dollars US dollars. Five gig is ten dollars. Ten gig is nineteen dollars, um, and it only catches up with, or they only closely link when. Um, 
oh, they actually correlate when Blaze Extra gets to 15 gig and uh, there's the Wibronix 15 gig package for $24. And it's $18 on Tel 1, which means it's probably cheaper to get if you have an LTE Blaze modem or if you want to pick between the two. But they're not doing Blaze anymore, right? Because they said they're, they're out of stock until for some time. Yeah, I think both Zoll and Tel 1, they're out of SIM cards. And oh, okay. they're, not, they're not telling us when they'll be back in stock. So, yeah. Okay. So 10 gig, uh, 15 gig direct comparison is $24 on Zoll and then uh, $18 on Tel 1, which uh, seems reasonable. Um, and then 20 gig is, is 1,948 um, bond. And Zoll then goes from 20, which is gig, which is 2,252. So it starts to get more expensive when you're on Zoll. Um, going up yep. a little bit because Zoll then does 25 gig, 30 gig, 60 gig, which Tel One doesn't have. And then you get to 100 gig, which they both line up where it's 80 bucks, which is cheap actually now. 80 bucks for Zoll. Uh, no, sorry. 100 gig is $44 on uh, LTE. And so half the price of whatever Zoll has. 80 bucks for Zoll. 6700 6,672. So, yeah. And then the unlimited for Blaze is 87 bucks. And then the Wibronix unlimited. For Blaze. Yep. For Blaze, it's, it's not unlimited for. Sorry? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's 57 for the Trail Blaze at the 100 gig. Then there's 112 for the Supernova, which is Supernova. the unlimited. Yeah. It's 112? I think that one's. Yeah, hundred and twelve. Okay. Uh, uh. Interesting. Okay. Uh, so and then. So that's so, actually my. Sorry. It's actually my preferred package. I'm saying that's actually my preferred package, but these guys deactivated my line. I'm sorry. It's gonna be a rant because I'm still disappointed that they did. So. Price-wise, I don't know where to put it. I think with, isn't it now the inverse that with Tel 1, the prices get cheaper? What, what if I was saying the prices get cheaper as you go up? Yep. And then, you know, um, the lower packages might be a little bit more expensive compared to the higher packages. So if you're, if you're going to get, if you're going to be a massive user, um, probably best to get um, Tel 1 because their residential packages are pretty reasonable in comparison, because if the, if the biggest package you're paying for is 15,000 in comparison to Zoll's, which is the astronomical figures of 28,272, 339 USD, uh, if you're that, that much of a massive user, if you're gonna use two terabytes, you might as well get the intense extra because it's, it's cheaper. If you're on a middle of the line package, I think Infinity Supreme is all right um, for 134 bucks in comparison to, you know, whichever, the, the next hundred and something dollars is the Fibonics Modern Family one ninety nine. So if you if you do have the option of Zoll or Tel One Fiber, if you're a massive user, probably best to use the the, the Tel One Fiber. Uh, and I think Rafari we haven't had too many outages with it recently uh, since they stopped doing their system upgrades, right? Uh yeah, no, uh, no recent outages. Um, to my mind, it's been it's been really good. So you see, you sort of, if he doesn't host, he falls asleep. So I'm going to hand back the mic to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you hand the man over his mic. 
you've taken over. Um, so you were saying, yeah, I was actually asleep. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say last, actually? Uh, I said I'm handing it over to you. Like, it's the, the price for um, the, un, the uncapped packages. It's probably best if you have an option of Tel One Fiber or Sol Fibronics. You might as well just go Tel One Fiber because the big packages are much, much more reasonable. Like, right now, if I had the option to have Tel One Fiber, I'll probably get it and then just ditch all because it's it's better to pay 107 bucks for the extreme and I get a terabyte and I can do whatever I want rather than to you know um, suffer at all and they're exorbitantly priced packages where the cheapest starts at 12,427 Zimbabwe nonsense money in comparison to the the what's it called the intense which starts at 8,000 and for 8,000 that's all you get um, what's it called the Fibronics 100 gig or the 150 gig, and here you're getting uncapped. So I'm guessing Tel One Fiber. Mm, yeah. Um, so Tel One is the way to go, essentially, if you have a choice between both of them. Tel One is the way. Tel One mm. Fiber. <laughs> so there it is um, an unbiased look at which one is uh, I put in air quotes, by the way, when I said I'm biased. Uh, <laughs> I'm biased to uh, look at uh, which um, ISP do we prefer and which one would be um, the one to go with if you had two options, um, if, you, if, you could, if you could choose between both. So for, we said mm. for fiber, for fixed internet, um, it would be, if you're in the high numbers, the probably tell one's best, right? Mm-hmm. Mid ranges, Zol is probably all right. I guess they're comparable in the mid range, and if you have the option, you can go one or the other. And then for the mobile, uh, Wibronics versus Taiwan Blaze, what was the consensus on that? Well, that oh. one is Taiwan. So for mobile, I haven't used um, either. Uh, so I actually don't know, uh, but I would, I would trust Ed. <laughs> so I guess Taiwan. Yeah, so so the thing about Tel One that made me enjoy it was, in terms of speed, it was pretty comparable to Zol's LTE. In some areas, it was better than Zol, but then also Zol was better in some areas than Tel One. But in terms of coverage as well, in the pre, so I'll 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 put an asterisk on this. In the places that I frequent, some people might say, "No, you're lying." doesn't work that well they said for the places that i frequent tell one was had a more consistent uh connection than Zol. so that's for those who are keen on understanding what areas those are it was uh pretty much the northern suburbs so glenlawn uh borodell borodell had the best network because that's where like the base station that serves me is and then Mount Pleasant and Marlborough and Mount Hampton. So that whole area, the signal was fairly consistent on Tel One. Then in the CBD, so in the CBD, oh man. So this is the moment where my memory fails me, but uh, yeah, one of them performed a bit better than the other. I think Zol performed better in the CBD than Tel One. Uh, yes, Zol performed better in the CBD than Tel One. Interesting. 
So what about stuff like uh, outages? Because uh, on all there are some, but they're not as bad uh, on fiber. On tell one, are the outages getting better or worse? Mm, I guess that's a referral thing because I haven't been on fiber until I'm in a bit. Uh, so, so yeah, for like this side, so like I said, uh, for tower one fiber, no, um, the outages haven't been getting crazy. In fact, if anything, it's been <laughs> oddly silent. Uh, so I guess that's a, that's a good thing. Oh, and it's not like we've forgotten the other, you know, instances, writers, the Utandes. I don't know if Pato is still doing their thing, but we don't have much experience with them. So, yeah, Utande, Pato fans, Africom, etc. I think that would be a different episode in the podcast when we just simply compare the, the, the mobile internet packages for stuff like Pato and Africom and stuff. Yeah, and if any yeah. of uh, the people who are listening um, have used either of those, they can share their experiences as well. Uh, so that uh, we know and everyone else knows, oh, okay, um, this is how it's like having this particular ISP. For sure. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So, yeah, um, thank you um, to everyone for listening and we'll catch you on the next one. We'll Bye. see you on the next one. We'll talk to you on the next one. Yeah, we'll when, ramble to you on the next one. When Rufaro's awake. Yes. <laughs> forgive me i haven't eaten today okay neither is kind of running on fumes but we are all yeah active. you guys are not human <laughs> <laughs> all right we are humans of the earth <laughs>